Welcome to Cage Minds. I'm Micah Frankel. Right now, we're joined by Xavier Madrid. Going to be in action at the last stand. Thank you for the time, sir. How you doing? No, I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. It's great to finally get to talk to you right now. So let's start off, I, I guess, at the beginning. How did you get to combat sports? I know that you got an extensive athletic background, but how did that lead you to fighting? Uh, it's kind of a, a, a crazy story. Well, not crazy, but it's just it all sort of just happened, man. I was playing football at UNM, and that wasn't really panning out to what I thought it was. And so I walked away from that, and I started to uh, – well, I wanted to still continue my football career. So I always had a goal of playing football in, can in Canada, professionally, Canadian Football League. So I uh, was in between gyms looking for a trainer, and I stumbled into a gym – uh, in the in the North Valley there, and I met my brother now. He's like my damn brother by the time we got through all this stuff, but his name's Lee, and he uh, started helping me out with that. And then um, and just little by little, you know, we started talking and getting to know each other a little bit more. I found out, like I said, he's a he was a Muay Thai kickboxer. He fought in Thailand and all this good stuff, and so he tried to teach me how to do Muay Thai, but all the years of football, weightlifting, I didn't have the hips to kick so you can't kick worth a damn but you can punch so he said let's try you out in boxing and like maybe two three months later I had my first fight uh, at 185 pounds actually my first boxing match uh, and then shoot now five years later here we are about to have my third professional fight and we're, we're ready to go. As you're starting this journey as you're hitting pads at the beginning could you have envisioned yourself at that point a professional fighter? Uh, truthfully, man, not at all, to be honest with you, because I, I was completely green, as they say. I had no real combat sports experience, you know, little scuffles in, in, in the street, I guess you could say, here and there growing up, but nothing major. And um, like I said, I, I owe it all to my brother. He'll never, ever take the credit for it, but I owe it to him for, for his dedication to me. You know, we work every single day, like I said, for the last six years with no breaks. And so... It's I appreciate him. Like I said, I appreciate this journey because there's no secret to it. It's just consistent hard work and that's it. So it's a beautiful thing, man. From football, from other athletics, do you feel like there were some attributes that you came in with that were really you were able to utilize the transition well to boxing? Uh, most definitely. I, I've always I played running back, so I've always been able to move laterally really well. Uh, that's something that I still use in a lot of my boxing today, you know, changing angles and, and getting outside of people's guard and, and making quick cuts to get people in bad situations and, and use my explosiveness, my power to, you know, like I said, try to hurt people. And that's what we're doing. Uh, as a former running back, is it now nice to be dishing out more hits than you're receiving? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I still... I'm uh, uh, working on my defense a lot. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit hard-headed, and I don't mind contact uh, for whatever reason. We can't really figure it out. But I'm working on, you know, staying out of the way, you know, making sure that I land more than they do. You know, I'm not taking a punch to land a punch. Defense first boxing is what we're all about. So I appreciate, like you said, giving out the punishment rather than, you know, receiving it. Five years in the sport. What was the conversation, the decision like to go from amateur to professional? Uh, we just kind of figured that 
unless I wanted to try to go the Olympic route that the amateur just wasn't going to really do much for me um, in the future. You know, I'm already 29 years old. So as a pro, I'm a damn grandfather in boxing, you know, at this age, there's people who do it. There's plenty of, of situations where it's been like that. Um, but just my age, like I said, and, and my skill set, we thought it'd be better served in the pros because we went the amateur route. You know, it's a lot of stuff can go wrong and uh, fights don't go your way always when they should because of the scoring system. So we've always trained kind of toward the professional scoring system. So we figured we might as well just go for it. Was there ever the uh, mindful acknowledgement of putting that dream of the Canadian Football League aside and thinking more about what kind of belt you wanted to chase after? Uh, well, truthfully, man, I, I I went to a tryout actually for uh, the Edmonton Eskimos. And it was, once I got there and kind of saw what it was, it was kind of like a money grab situation. You know, it was $100 a head to try out. It was, I don't know, 100 or so people there. So they didn't really even watch you do anything, you know, so I just kind of figured that was that. And, and like I said, my big brother, just like a big brother, you know, he said the first thing he told me really, when I told him, that's what I wanted to do. He said, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, you need to figure out what makes you, you and what you want to do, what you want to be outside of the sports world. Uh, it's crazy though, that it ended up, you know, turning back into boxing just because I don't know, I, I took to it and, and we were successful. So we just keep on running with it. Better feeling. Scoring a touchdown, getting a knockout. Knockout, most definitely. I mean, it's, yeah, it maybe because I'm biased now because this is what I do now, but boxing is different. It's just you in there, you know, you don't, you can't rely on nobody else as much as, you know, your trainer loves you and cares for you and your fans are screaming and, and their opponents' fans are screaming. Nobody gets in there but you and that other person. So all the extra stuff doesn't matter once you're inside the ropes, really. You're returning to the scene of the pro debut in July, victorious at End of the Mountain Gods, beating Miguel Perez. What was that experience like? Uh, it was crazy, man. It, it all happened kind of quickly. You know, we we just wanted to get some action, really. And truthfully, we, we had a lot of people kind of that wanted us to be on their shows that we talked to over the years. And we just decided whatever's first available, we're going to take it, you know, and and I was blessed because I was given an opponent that was tough. And, and we didn't know much about him, but, you know, we trained for a tough fight every time. So we have four tough rounds, which a lot of folks don't get that same advantage when, in their debut. You know, some people take easy fights on purpose for whatever reason, uh, but we're not really built like that. So it was a good four-round fight. And the kid was tough. Like I said, I, I kind of was expecting it to be more of a professional pace, you know, kind of a slow fight but the kid came out right away, almost was like an amateur fight for me, truthfully. So it was nice to just get in there and, and work for four rounds. It was exciting. Then the sophomore performance saw you against Christian Castillo. Christian, 3-0, and had some hype behind him, but had been on the shelf for quite a while. Uh, how did you attack that challenge and how did you feel it played out? Oh, well, I mean, we, we knew his record. We knew what his reputation was. You know, um, I saw some video on him, and he was a tough fighter also. But like I said, we we prepared to fight the best. Like I said, in, in my amateur career, we took a lot of fights where I was overmatched. You know, my, for example, my fourth amateur fight, 
we fought in a tournament against a kid with 250 plus fights, you know? So like I said, none of that extra stuff matters. What you've done before, what you, what your record says and blah, blah, blah. None of that really matters once you get in there. And I've heard a lot of times inactivity is one of the biggest sins in boxing. So that was kind of working in my favor. Um, our whole plan that, that for that fight was, you know, to bully the bully, the kid was supposedly a knockout artist. Um, I've always been kind of a bully fighter. So I, I just wanted to see, you know, who could do it the best. And we stepped right to him and just kept pressing him the whole time. And you guys saw what happened. From a, a debuter against a debuter to a 3-0 and fighter in your second fight to a 5-0 and fighter now here this Saturday. You just accepting names or seeking out these challenges to make your name? Uh, well, man, we um we kind of will take whatever comes, you know, and, and – we've put it out there to these people that we don't want any easy fights. We don't want people with negative records. We want people with winning records. And if they're undefeated, that's even better, you know? So like I said, I'm, I'm older in this, so I don't have all the time in the world to, to get comfortable in there. So I need to just jump in head first. And like I said, we'll fight whoever and uh, the better the challenge, you know, the better we're suited for it, I guess, if that makes sense. Right, that's what it has to be. You don't come in with the the giant amateur record and following in that hype. So you got to come right. in there and take your respect. Yeah, exactly. We we, we want to ruin a lot of people's plans. Truthfully, is what I want to do. As many full as many fighters as I can, you know, put that blemish on their record. I'm all for it. And we look at the social media. It says Team Power Plant. That's the gym, right? Yes, sir. That's our gym. My brother and myself were the owners and we're the head personal trainers there. And so, again, I've had no excuse but to be in the gym every single day for the last six years. And, you know, hopefully that's going to pay off on Saturday. Well, for everybody here locally, if they were interested in being clients, how can they find you guys? Uh, you can look us up on our Instagram page. It's at Team Power Plant. That's our main kind of source of, of, uh, of advertisement there. We're a real tight-knit kind of community, but we welcome whoever. And like I said, we're blue-collar, hard-nosed, work your ass off come back and do it again every day. That's that's what we're all about. So we welcome everybody. You talked about your style is that bully kind of style. So that's the kind of fight we're expecting from you. What have you learned and what, what are you expecting out of Sebastian this weekend? Uh, truthfully, we haven't seen very much. I mean, my coach said that he's he's done his research and seen what he needed to see um, with the kids 5-0 and oh for a reason. So we respect that. We respect all our opponents, but you know, we, we, we find confidence in the work that we do. Um, I trust in my style. I trust in my abilities on offense and defense together. So we feel like we're prepared for whatever he brings and whatever he does, we'll adjust to it and, and we'll do what we got to do to come out victorious.